The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 89, Monday, November 5th, 2007. Alright, this is episode 89 of The Paunch Stevenson Show, and Monday, what is it, November 5th, 2007. And, of course, the clocks went back an hour this weekend. So, the clocks. So, now we're back in standard time? Uh, don't ask me. I right, or daylight saving to, time. I have yet to figure that one out. Uh, anyway, the clocks went back. And uh, last episode, episode 88, we did a uh, part one of our two-year anniversary special. So, this is part two. Continuing the festivities. Yes. And Halloween just passed. It was on Wednesday. So we can talk about some horror movies and stupid costumes and things like that. But I have a couple of questions. Maybe you can answer them. Or as Arnold would say, I have a couple of questions. I want them answered immediately. I want them answered immediately. <laughs> what was that from? I'm a copy idiot. Uh, kindergarten cop. Oh, okay. <laughs> He said it to all the little kids in the kindergarten. <laughs> so, yeah, this past week, actually just a couple days ago, um, here in New York City, it has transitioned completely from summer to now winter. It's cold oh, out now. Oh. It's in the 40s. It was in the 50s today. I was playing, I was out there playing softball at about 10 a.m., 11 a.m., no problems. Perfectly fine weather. I don't know. I just remember a couple of weeks ago it was in the low 70s, upper eh. 60s. Now it's like 40s and 50s. The the whole tr- the transition really doesn't hit me until about like New Year. For some reason, New Year's is never cold. <laughs> I don't understand that. It's never cold. And I've done stuff outside into January. It's like February and March that kills me. To me, it's getting chilly out and cold out. And I've always wondered this. How come in apartments and houses, the heaters, right, the the radiators, are always near a window? Does that make sense? Isn't that drafty? Why not? A draft is a draft. Yeah, but you're putting the heat source near the drafty window. Well, I mean, not you, reason, but the, the designer, yes, the architect. But the reason, hold on, I'm going to explain. The reason that that is done is because you have to figure, well, okay, there's a window. That means you're kind of losing that wall or, or that space where the window is. You know, you're not going to put a sofa in front of the window. You're not going to put a wall unit or a entertainment center in front of the window, right? Yeah. So it's wasted space anyway. You might as well put the radiator there. Makes sense. All right. All right. It makes sense. Makes sense. Let me cross that off. The other question I have. What is this, a quiz? (laughs) Yes. No. Uh, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? No. (laughs) Um, You might be a redneck. uh, Again, something I've noticed for a long time is that how come, right, I'm not talking about if a traffic light is malfunctioning or you know if, if it's broken it's it's not lit up okay you have a traffic cop at the corner 
at the intersection, directing traffic. Which, that's fine, that makes sense. But how come, a lot of times, the traffic lights are functioning perfectly, and yet there's still traffic cops at the intersection bungling up all the traffic? Why do they put traffic cops there? You got me. And I'm telling you, every single time I'm ever stuck in traffic, other than on a highway, right, just on local streets, every single time there's backed up traffic, and I'm inching up, I'm inching up, and I get to the intersection, it never fails, it's a traffic cop. (laughs) Uh, People are useless. I, I'm not an expert on this one, so I, I I don't know. Does that bother you? Well, you know, I guess, but uh, I, I assume that there's a reason for it. Yeah. Waste money. <laughs> Let's see. In uh, yeah, so last episode, episode eighty-eight. Um, actually, no, the one before that, eighty-seven where we talked about Led Zeppelin and Van Halen and stuff like yeah. that. We had some, some comments going, some discussion. And one of our listeners, Esteban, couldn't understand why people of our generation, you know, we're in our 20s, he's in his 20s or, or early 30s, how people from our generation can listen to music from the past generation or two generations ago. Well, again, I just think that just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. Well, it's like an old movie or an old TV show or right, an which, old book. Yeah, I mean, one of the, you know, I'm actually a fan of older movies because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you watch an old movie and, and you say, boy, you know, that was, a, that was a good movie. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, you know something? I saw the remake of this thing and it was garbage. <laughs> there was actually a great movie that they used to remake this thing, and now it's garbage. I know. Well, in the early 1980s and in the 1970s, 1960s, they didn't have all of this computer technology. Ugh. I feel like nowadays, not every movie, but I feel like a lot of the movies are made with this this idea in mind that, like, okay, we'll shoot the actors acting, we'll shoot this, we'll shoot that. And then we'll spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours doing all of this computer special effects afterwards. And, right. you know, we'll add buildings, we'll add trees, we'll put this, we'll change that, we'll do this special effect, we'll change the lighting. And it's like, you know, years ago, the, the filmmakers just made the film the way they wanted to in the first place. Well, again, I think there's two things. One, not every, you know, remake or movie that stinks today it's because of effects. I mean, there are plenty of movies which have no oh, special Planet effects. of the Apes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... King Kong. Actually, I, I, you know, I saw King Kong. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> you weren't Compar- bored out of your mind? Now, wait a minute. That was... No, I wasn't. And, and comparing that King Kong to the King Kongs from the 30s, the 40s, and then that horrendous one from, like, 1980... <laughs> With Jessica Lang, yeah. Oof, oof. There's no this. This one was much better. But what I'm saying is, I'll give you an example. Wait, you, you didn't think Jack Black was wrong for that role? 
the role was of an of an imbecile. So I guess <laughs> yeah, he was perfectly fine for that role. I don't know. All right. But my point is, you take a remake. Let's say uh, I, I thought a couple of remakes that I would consider abominable that were had no special effects. The Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> which was absolutely abominable, and uh, the Bad News Bears with Billy Bob Thornton, uh, yeah, which was yeah. heinous, absolutely heinous. <laughs> I mean, they took these movies. At least the Dukes of Hazard movie was like an original script, even though it was awful. But the Bad News Bears movie was the exact same script from the original, except the difference was they cursed the entire movie. The children? Everybody, yeah. The kids, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, they all did. Why? I, I don't know. I guess they assume that that's what people want to say. It, it's just garbage. Garbage. Well, actually, then, speaking of movies, remember in the last episode we were talking about Fred Claus uh, and how awful it looks? So up until that point, all of the trailers and all of the commercials that I had seen for that movie made the movie seem like more along the lines of an adult-ish Christmas movie, like Vince yeah. Vaughn, the the screw-up, getting drunk all the time, messing up Santa's workshop, they're fighting, yeah. and he's an idiot. Oh, fine. But then, yesterday... I saw a completely different type of Fred Claus commercial <laughs> where I think the marketing company changed their mind or something and they redid the commercial so that now it seems like a family children's movie <laughs> where, you know, Fr Santa Claus needs his brother's help. So Fred, his brother Fred comes to the North Pole and helps him and they uh. go on adventures and... Children will love it. Fred yeah. Claus. What is that? You can't do that. Well, they did. I don't. Nobody's gonna go see that. Nah, hopefully no, hopefully not. I think that 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 one's gonna be that's gonna rank in like the top ten of bad Christmas movies. With <laughs> as we mentioned last time, uh, the Christmas with the cranks and uh, <laughs> Bad Santa. Jingle all the way. Does Jingle all the way. <laughs> you know, all, all the bad ones. That one's going to be right up there. And one of the worst ever. Oh, God. Have you seen Trapped? Have you ever seen Trapped in Paradise? No, With I thought Nicholas? you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that one that came out last year, I think. Where the chill, it was with Louis Black and the children were stuck in the airport for Christmas. Oh, no, I have not seen, not seen that one. Oh. <laughs> what was that called? Like, I, don't I don't even know. remember. Why are you kids stuck in the airport? Oh, like, basically, it's home alone, but with an airport instead of a house. Ugh. Oh, one more thing. Um, we were, you know, we were talking about Led Zeppelin and why, you know, people still like it. Well, no news about them was that this concert they were supposed to do was supposed to be at the end of November. Now it's been delayed another three or four weeks. Oh. Um, it's not just them. It's going to be all these different groups, but it had to be delayed because Jimmy Page broke his finger. <laughs> Doing what? I don't know. Picking his nose? What do I know? No. How much do you think the tickets are going to be for that? $8,000? 
Nah, I, I don't know. There was some. There was something where there was some kind of uh, contest or something where like a million people submitted to it. Yeah, and it was going to be some kind of like random draw to be able to get the tickets for free. No, I mean you got to pay for them, but I, I don't think it's, it's probably not an exorbitant amount of money. <laughs> I don't know. I kept seeing this stupid thing on TV and the newspapers and everything about. These stupid Hannah Montana concert tickets uh, going for like three, four thousand dollars. Who is Hannah Montana? I don't know. And who cares? I think it has something to do with Billy Ray Cyrus. So again, I, I, who cares? It's some kind of Disney thing, I think. And of course, you know, all the di- anything Disney, um, you know, they, they're brain they brainwash kids, so they have to come out and see the Disney stuff. So I mean. It, but okay, fine. So the children are brainwashed. Why are the parents spending three thousand dollars on idiotic well, be- concert tickets? Because you got these well-to-do three thousand dollars. Because that's a the, car. Pe- because people that are well-to-do and can afford to spend three thousand dollars on something stupid like that will do anything to shut the kid up. Yeah, but dumb hillbilly hicks in the Midwest. <laughs> who go to see these country concerts aren't well-to-do. So where are they coming up with the $3,000? I don't know. <laughs> How many country music fans are well-to-do? I assume there's well-to-do everywhere. Eh. <laughs> this is not Charlie Daniels we're talking about here. Who? Charlie Daniels. Who's that? The Charlie Daniels Band. I don't know who that Never is. Never mind. Is that a country band? He's like that that fat country guy. I think he's blind. He's been around forever. Oh, God. Sounds like a mess. Charlie Daniels. Ugh. Now, if it were a Steven Seagal concert, I could understand. Uh, the Mojo Priest. Yes. <laughs> oh, remember... Uh, uh, let me look this up real quick. Ugh. We talked about this in episode 74. We played that uh, Steven Seagal song. It was him and Jimmy Cliff. Yeah. From the, it was from the soundtrack for the, his movie Marked for Death. Yeah. 1990. I saw it the other day. Where he goes and like, he chops off the Jamaicans' heads and stuff. Yeah. With the sword. Screwface. Yeah, Screwface. It was him and uh, Keith David? Or David Keith. Or David, one of those, the black yeah, guy. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't make any sense because Steven, all right, Steven Seagal at least was in the military. He had a gun collection. He knew karate. Yeah. And then Keith David gets in the truck with him to beat up the Jamaican. And it's like, well, who's this guy? He's just a gym teacher. <laughs> no, they were, I think they were in the Vietnam together. They had been in the... Every, every film that Seagal did, one after the other... He he was some kind of Vietnam vet. And although I think, I think that Seagal served in Vietnam, I'm not 100% sure about that. <laughs> and I believe that it's been greatly disputed as to what he actually did there. I don't think he did serve in Vietnam, because if he did, we would have won, I think. Him yeah. and Chuck Norris, if they both oh, would have gone, Chuck, Steven Seagal and Chuck Norris. Well, the problem with won. Chuck Norris was, <laughs> he beat, he he killed everybody in Vietnam. He killed all the people. Ten years after the war was over. What good was that? 
<laughs> what are you talking about? In all like the missing in action movies oh, and yeah. all that, and like Belt for he was he's beating everybody up, but the war's already over. Well, he took them by surprise. <laughs> Caught them off little, guard. A little late to the party there. <laughs> so yeah, so there was discussion on that, the Led Zeppelin thing, uh, episode eighty seven, and also we talked about Van Halen, and I had found a video on YouTube. Someone had posted a video from a concert in North Carolina last month. I think they're up in the Meadowlands. Uh, I think they were there this weekend. Well, I hope they played better than they did at this other concert. Because I doubt it. For two so- the, the song that I put up, the video, was for their song Jump. Eddie Van Halen's guitar was completely out of tune the entire <laughs> song. It was It's completely unlistenable. David Lee Roth is jumping around on this inflatable, gigantic microphone. Oh, man. He, David I, I felt Lee, bad. For, I felt embarrassed for them. Roth wasn't even singing. He was just talking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I just, you know, Eddie Van Halen had his shirt off. He's jumping around. The guitar's out of tune. He's all sloppy. He's probably yeah, they're, drunk. They're, they're just disgraceful. You know, I'm not a huge Van Halen fan, uh, but I kind of felt bad for them. I don't think that they've ever had the reputation in many, many years of being a good live band. Yeah. So, you know, plus, I mean, again, um, you know, Eddie Van Halen, you know, going off on some 10-minute guitar riff, that hasn't been, like, mainstream or big in, in rock music in like 20 years and you know i i know that it's you know it's basically a um an oldies band you know but still i mean come on yeah there's some bands that that you know been around for a long time that put out new music people don't know about their new music and it's actually good like for example one of my favorites of course hugh lewis in the news they're still making albums yeah rock albums yeah, you know they do like some acapella stuff and like some blues stuff and and that kind of stuff. But um, it's it's good. I like it. And if you go to like a Huey Lewis show, they play everything. They play the old stuff, the new stuff. Yeah, and he always sounds good. That's one that I would say yes. I mean, that's somebody you know, a band that's been around a long time. I mean, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> How old are these guys yet? From what I know, from what I've heard, you know, and all they, I don't think that they're that bad live. I don't know. I think, like, Jagger sounds pretty good. That's I just, that. I just feel like they're way too old. I don't, I just don't yeah. care. They're too old. But I think part of the, uh, the allure of them is the fact that they are that old and they're still going. Chuck Berry's still going. He's like 80 years old. <laughs> He has he's, problems. He tours everywhere. He also puts cameras in restaurants. Oh, bathrooms. stop it. Stop it. He does. <laughs> oh, that was like 50 years ago. I think you should give him a break. <laughs> it was like two years ago. No. He, he played on stage with Bill Clinton. <laughs> Playing his saxophone. Do you remember that? Yeah. Stupid. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. 
Wait, what were we just talking? Rolling Stones. Who cares? Move on. No, because I have a celebrity sighting. Uh The other day, I was in Union Square Park in New York City, and I saw the comedian Patton Oswalt <laughs> from King of Queens, that TV show. I don't even know if I call that a celebrity sighting. <laughs> well, I know, at, at first, like for the, I saw this guy walking down the street, and at first I thought he was a homeless guy. <laughs> God. And then I, I just I looked at him for a couple seconds. I was like, oh, wait, that's Patton Oswalt. Um, so I saw him. And then the other day, I was at Barnes & Noble. And this was just completely coincidental. I had no idea. So after work, I went up to Barnes & Noble again, the one in Union Square. And I was up on the third floor. And I heard this guy talking like through a microphone or something and i'm like what where's that coming from what are they talking about so i figured out it was coming from the fourth floor so i went up to the fourth floor and just as i got up there they were introducing one of the rolling stones ron wood <laughs> to do a book signing and he walked past and i guess he had just come out with a book and you know there was hundreds of people waiting there and yeah and supposedly wow. that was the only book signing that he was doing for that book. Wow. And I just randomly, coincidentally went there and he <laughs> walked by. Did you get a picture? Uh, I tried, but by the time I got my camera out of my bag and everything, he was already he was already too far away. Ah, you stink. <laughs> I don't even think Ron Wood is a member of the Rolling Stones anymore. No, no, but whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't really care about him, but... And he, I don't think he was an original member either. No, no, he wasn't. No. I don't know. Didn't he play with Rod Stewart or something? Yeah, he was in Faces, right? Something like that. But Ron Wood and Rod Stewart have the same hair. I know. Except one's white and one's black. <laughs> I know. They look like exactly the same. <laughs> Strange. Uh, celebrity deaths. Yeah. We had real quick... Born February third, nineteen eighteen, died October seventeenth, two thousand seven, eighty nine years old. Joey Bishop. So he was one of the uh, the Rat Pack they call yeah. it, with Frank Sinatra and Shammy Davis Jr. <laughs> Shammer <laughs> and Dean Martin. And then where is it? November twenty. Born November twenty sixth, nineteen thirty three. Died October 30th, 2007, 73 years old. Cause of death, pulmonary fibrosis, whatever that is. Robert Goulet. Oh, Robert Goulet, yes. That was weird. I didn't hear anything about that. I, I, I heard that he was, uh, he, he needed some kind of, uh, a, some kind of transplant, liver transplant or something like that, and then I guess he didn't. He didn't make it that long or whatever. Yeah. Robert Goulet. I hadn't heard anything about it. And then I went on to deadoraliveinfo.com. And I saw that. I was like, wait, Robert Goulet? Wow, it's weird. Now, he was in the Naked Gun two and a half. Who, who did he play in that? <laughs> it was Mr. Habsburg, I think. Yeah, and you know he did like a lot of... Uh, 
it was in like you know he was always doing like Las Vegas shows or whatever I guess. I don't know. So yeah, last episode, uh, episode eighty eight, we did the current top ten movies at the box office. So this week, it's a couple new movies came out. Again, real quick, number one, American Gangster. Never heard of it. Number two, B Movie. Uh, Weekend gross thirty nine point one million. Oh boy, hate it. Uh, three saw four, four Dan in real life, five thirty days of night, six the game plan with the Rock, mm. seven Martian Child, never heard of it, eight Michael Clayton, nine Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? Can't stand it. Ten. Gone, baby, gone. So, B-movie. We were hoping it would flop. It's number two. Moving on to something more interesting. <laughs> okay. Since I'm falling asleep here. All right. All right. Um, Your okay. turn. My turn, yes. Now for the good stuff. First of all, I have a new favorite Major League Baseball team. The Los Angeles Dodgers. With Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> No, he's been, been retired for like 10 years, Tommy Lasorda. Oh, really? Hey, this is Tommy Lasorda, ultra slim fast. <laughs> you can lose weight, and it tastes great, too. No, it doesn't, Tommy. It tastes like dirt. <laughs> is he is he skinny now, or is he back to being fat again? I don't know. I think he's like a normal size, I, I, I guess. I remember he would do the slim fast commercials and get skinny, yeah. and then he would... Get fat again, and then six months later, he'd be skinny again, and then six months later, be fat again. That's the ultra slim fast plan. <laughs> I remember him. He was uh, had a brief cameo in uh, Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Good. Morning. Are you Coach Chester Lee? Hey, who's asking? Oh yeah. Well, I'm Coach Cannoli. <laughs> Coach Cannoli. Thought that yeah. was funny. Anyway, here's why. Number one. So the New York Yankees fired Joe Torrey. Yeah, why? Well, I don't know. Because they wanted to get rid of him. Whatever. Steinbrenner. So they fired Joe Torrey. He's hired by the Los Angeles Dodgers. That, the, that in, in, in and of itself, don't care. However, he most likely will hire as a coach Don Mattingly, my all-time favorite player of all time and all history of any sport. Wow. So he'll be on the Dodgers. Yes. And, of course, well, Mattingly was a coach on the Yankees. The Yankees uh, screwed him over, said, no, we're not going to hire you. So Why? I don't know, because they're stupid. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not going to get into it. We don't don't talk sports on this show. All right. Because you have no frame of reference for anything. I know about baseball. No. no, no. Number 23, Don Mattingly. Who just won the World Series? The stupid... uh can't think of their name. You can't think of their names? Right, <laughs> the Red Sox, eh? Did they? Yeah. Man, you this is what I mean. Bastin oh. <laughs> Anyway. Why do they talk like that? All right, stop it. <laughs> so that's that's one reason. Um, plus, I was uh, one of my grandfathers was, was like a Brooklyn Dodgers fan, you know, way back when, before they moved the team. But um, is Mike Piazza still on the Dodgers? Mike Piazza has not been on the Dodgers 
since about 1998. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you, like, out of your mind? Have you not seen 800 million people in New York wearing a Mets Piazza jersey? I thought he went back. No. He's still on the Mets? Oh, God, he... No! <laughs> what? Where is he now? He was with the Oakland A's. Oh. I don't with know Mark McGuire now. and Jose Canseco? Oh, God. No, all right. right. So, anyway. Yes, so. That's one reason. Yes, that's one reason. Now. Well, wait, who's their star player? Probably Brad Penny. You know who he's going out with? Eliza Dushku. The Dush! We got an update. Hold on. Boys, I think that you have a better chance of seeing God than seeing Eliza Dushku. Don't! So, Eliza Dushku is finally now supposed to have a new show which is being written by the Buffy the Vampire Slayer creator, Joss Whedon. What kind of a show? It is called Dollhouse. Is it a comedy, a drama? No. Uh, it's some kind of like uh, sci-fi thing. Apparently it's it, Dollhouse. Dushku plays a young woman named Echo. 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 Um, one, one of a group of men and women who can be neural... There's, I don't think there's such a word as neurally. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Imprinted with personality packages encompassing things such as memory, muscle memory. I, I don't understand what that is. Skills and language. Sheltered in a secret futuristic laboratory called the, down, the Dollhouse, these I individuals are imprinted with customized personas for performing any of a wide variety of assignments which can be romantic, adventurous, outlandish, illegal, etc., after completing an assignment, they are mind-wiped into a childlike state with no memories. The series follows Echo, Echo as she begins to develop a persistent memory and self-awareness across implants and wipes. So, basically, they took the horrible Ben Affleck movie Paycheck and turned it into a TV show. <laughs> Not Paycheck. Actually, this was, this was done in uh, Total Recall. <laughs> right. And there was an entire movie. Have you ever seen uh, a Dark City? No, who's in that? Uh, William Hurt, uh, Jennifer Connelly. It's uh, Kiefer Sutherland. It, it's a it's a really good movie. It's like a sci. It's a really dark like sci-fi movie where these like crazy looking aliens kidnap a whole bunch of people, put them on this like spaceship thing that is like a city, and it can do all this crazy stuff, and then they they. They let the people live their lives, and then they die, and then they take their memories and inject them back into it. Hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. Is I'm it like Alien Nation? No. <laughs> it has nothing to do with alienation. Well, aliens. No. <laughs> and I hated Alienation. I hated that show. The movie or the show? <laughs> the show. Oh. And it was... Everybody was, like, going berserk about this stupid show. I'm like, no, this stinks. <laughs> and then Coneheads made, they made a movie Coneheads, and I said, see, this is 800 times better than Alien Nation. <laughs> Should have been a Conehead show. All right, so I'm off the point. A point is... So the dollhouse. Yes, dollhouse. We'll probably never see air because the stupid television and film writers want to strike. Well, what channel is it supposed to be on? Fox. No. 
So again so, with the five. So it'll didn't be. Did she learn her lesson with Fox? <laughs> she signed some kind of exclusive deal with Fox <sighs> for them to develop shows and movies for her. I, I don't know what she's doing. Dush, what are you doing? <laughs> she has to rip it up or something. Ah, but. So that show will be a combined when you take her and Joss Whedon's track record with Fox. <laughs> the show will be on for about six months canceled. Anyway, the Hollywood strike they're talking about. This is this is going to be bad. This is going to disrupt everything. It's going to disrupt the, the late night television. It's going to maybe even disrupt Regis um, game shows. But what about um, Indiana Jones? They're done filming. It's a wrap. Or no? What, what was the other movie we were talking about? Oh, the Star, Star Trek. Trek. Nah, that they'll they'll finish. They'll be okay with that. But all these like, well, the, here's the thing with the movies: the the studios have all these scripts like stockpiled. <laughs> yeah. But again, the problem is if you have any kind of problem with the script, you can't use somebody from the WGA to fix it if they're on strike. Right. Yeah. So basically, I don't know how the how is the United States going to function. There's going to be no new television. They could just use non-union writers, right? Who? What? There aren't any non-union union writers. And us? Oh God! You know, I see that on all these web forums. These people are like, "Oh, I'm going to write scripts. They can use me." And I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, I know there's a lot of cronyism, and and you know, the Writers Guild is kind of a is kind of a joke in that it's." You know, you wind up, like, especially on television, you wind up with, like, staff writers who were there just because of who they know and it's whatever, not so much how good they are or whatever. But I just don't think that people, you know, mailing in scripts in the mail is going to be any better. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to do a television show with people, you know, with freelance people writing all your scripts? That's how cartoons used to be in the 1980s. Well, yeah, but... That, you, you're going to have, like, the problem is you, you can't have any, you can't even have a script, like a script supervisor. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to have, like, 30 different scripts from 30 different people who have no contact with each other. You're going to be writing 30 different things. How can you have any continuity from that? <laughs> you don't. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why in the Transformers, one episode you had them fighting Megatron. Yeah. Another episode you had them sunbathing. <laughs> Another episode, they were playing basketball. <laughs> oh, man. Another episode, they were protecting the president. It, it was just uh, random from one episode to the next. Another one, they had to bust the evil disco club. <laughs> but, you know, it, it worked. Do you say so? They got the shows on the air. Anyway. Uh, so, one other thing from... The last episode, we talked about Jack Palance and uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not and reminiscing about that. Yeah. Um, again, that show was from 1982 to 1986 on ABC, and it starred Jack Palance. I think his daughter was also one of the people on it, and uh, 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 Marie Osmond. So anyway, I found a couple of clips. I told Esteban that I would, I would find some clips of uh, Jack Palance. Yeah. And I, I found on YouTube, I found a video of, you know, the one where he's, he's like, confidence is very sexy. And uh, I found it, and I made an audio of it. And the other one is him saying, believe, Ripley's, you know, believe it or not. But here we, here we go. 
I don't need some fancy cologne to tell me I'm a man. I use Skin Bracer. It smells great. But it also cools and tones my skin. Confidence is very sexy. Don't you think? Original and cooling blue. By men. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not. So that's uh, the late, great Jack Palance. Yes. Um, yes. Now, one other thing. Um, you and I were talking about this on the uh, digital, digit press web forum that we saw it there. Um, it, this is just getting ridiculous now. All of the the arcades and, like, family fun centers around, the, you know, the northern New Jersey area, whatever, all closing. And so the one is uh, the Fun and Games Arcade in the Willowbrook Mall in Wayne, New Jersey, which has apparently been there for like 30 years. Although I, 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 I think we only probably went there like a, maybe in like the last 10 or maybe last like 15 years. I used to work at Willowbrook Mall and I used to go there and sometimes and hang out with my coworkers and. It was a decent size, and they had all different games. They had the Sega gigantic racing games yeah. uh, with the four players and dancing games. And they even had some old games. They had the Tetris, Ms. Pac-Man, stuff like that. Uh, I think they had an air hockey table. They're gone. They're having an auction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're so auctioning off my, the arcade games. Yeah, I told one of my friends, he's like, oh, well, you should bid on the Indy 500 game. I'm like, all right, where am I putting this thing? <laughs> like, well, that's what I said. If no one shows up to the auction, you know, we could get all these arcades for like uh, 50 bucks and then just I put them in the it. backyard. <laughs> put them out of an outdoor arcade. I know. Some of those things are so enormous. It's like, where, yeah. where's, where's anybody going to put them? Yeah, I know, that's the problem. And then yeah, the other problem is, if what if they break? <laughs> yeah, I know. Where, like, where do you find the boards for these things? Esteban also liked how we were talking about the uselessness of old computers. Early 1990s, 1980s, they just they didn't do anything. They were useless. You know, I, I don't want to talk about this for hours again, but no. I just, I, I don't understand in the 1980s, and even in the early 1990s, people would spend thousands of dollars on computers. But what did they do with them? <laughs> Seriously, like I'm, I'm genuinely, seriously asking, what did people do with these computers at home? I don't know spreadsheets. Besides, play horrendous stick figure games. I don't know. It was, you know, you type reports, you play horrible stick figure games, and that's right. it. Is that worth three, four thousand no. dollars? Even back then. Let's say in the early 1990s, mid 1990s, I always wondered. At the time, I had uh, a Super Nintendo, yeah. and it was 150, 200 dollars. And I always wondered. I said, "Why, if I can go to the store and spend 150 dollars on a Super Nintendo, or 2,000 dollars <laughs> on a computer, 
Yeah. Why are the graphics the same? <laughs> I mean, I, I know now the reasons why a computer as a computer it has to run the operating system it has to, it has to do many different things all at the same time all right so but back then it's like wait a minute if a computer cost 10 15 times the amount of money as a console how come the graphics aren't 10 to 15 times <laughs> better ah uh, well when, you know would, would, it, it just computers were a mess <laughs> back then they really were and they still are, but at least now I can do things with them. Yeah, we talk to each other online, we use Skype, we have websites, we can do research, I can go on IMDB, I can go on Wikipedia, I can get news, I can share pictures with people, I can do things with my computer. Yeah. Back then, it was like, I can type reports, and I can play horrible games. <laughs> Is that worth $3,000? No. No. And yet, people kept buying them. I don't know. But anyway, um, Dennis had mentioned, one of our listeners, Dennis, had mentioned that, you know, hey, it's Halloween. Let's talk about horrible horror movies. Do any come to mind? Almost every single one I've seen. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I saw one on TV the other day. It was called Leprechaun Part 4. Oh, God. Leprechaun in Space. (laughs) Well, you know, every single horror movie uh, franchise eventually has to wind up in space. (laughs) I know, Friday the 13th. Jason's on the space shuttle. What was that called? Jason X, I think. Um, Oh, there was one I saw on TV... Uh, it's called Pumpkinhead. Oh, Pumpkinhead. Have you uh, ever seen that? Yeah. I think it was Pumpkinhead Part 2. Well, you know, a lot of those those horrible 80s um, horror films wound up being played in the 90s on USA's... <laughs> up All Night! <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey! Gilbert Godfrey! <laughs> yeah, so... That's when I, you know, that's how I saw a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, plus, I had, you know what it was? I had a lot of friends, like, in the neighborhood who were really into horror. I don't know why. They were all in the horror movies. So, like, you know, if, like, if, if we were, like, hanging out or something, uh, you know, we're, like, whatever, you know, 11, 12, 13, you know, be at somebody's house, whatever, and they'd, they'd always have, like, a horror movie that they'd rent from, like, you know, the video store, like, can't you rent, like, something normal? <laughs> nope. You know, uh, I don't know, Top Gun or something? I'd even, heck, I'd even watch that. Kickboxer? No. But, you know... Well, it, Kickboxer was pretty good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Come on, compared to these horrendous low-budget horror movies? Kickboxer stunk. Oh, come on. Bloodsport was the good one. <laughs> I liked Kickboxer. No. So, anyway... You know, they, they they just all, they all just stink. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. I have never, ever liked any of the Friday the 13th, ever. Yeah. I have never found a nightmare uh, on Elm Street <laughs> that I've ever liked, ever, ever. Uh, Hellraiser, they all stink. 
Candyman. Actually, I liked Candyman. Really? Yes, I thought they were kind of funny. That and what the Wishmaster. <laughs> the Wishmaster. Now, that was more from the 90s, but I thought that one was funny. Wishmaster. What about um, the ones, like in the 1990s, they started coming out with Scream. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. And um, what was the other one? Urban Legend. <laughs> Urban Legend was awful. Um, I know what you did last summer. I actually like those. What about, I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that was a sequel. That was okay. Yeah. Um, considering that, considering both movies had Freddie Prince Jr., <laughs> they weren't too shabby. Um, Scream. Looking good. Uh, not Freddie Prince. No, I, I know. Worst catchphrase of all time. <laughs> but, um... Uh, no, what was I going to say? The, um... Scream. Yeah, the first Scream was, was good. It was okay. Again, aside from Matthew Lillard. But, um, you know, they, they were okay. But uh, the next couple were, were awful. Um, you know, and, um... You know, so on Halloween, I, I never liked any of the Halloweens. Yeah. Just could never get into any of them. Um, I saw I Freddy vs. Jason. Ugh. It was okay. It was silly. Eh. I don't think it was meant to be taken very seriously. <laughs> well, that's the one good thing about, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, was it was kind of goofball in, in a sense. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that you have to do that. I think it has to be somewhat funny. Otherwise, it's just stupid. You, you can't take it seriously. Um, I saw one on video years ago. This was one of those low-budget uh, direct-to-video ones called Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, God. Uh -huh. and, and there was one, when I used to work at the mall, we would get in videos sometimes in our store. And it was, again, another low-budget direct-to-video horror movie. It was called... <laughs> It was called Torso. What? And my coworkers and I were reading the back of it. It was like this attack of this killer torso uh. that would kill. The, I don't know. I don't know how the torso killed people. But. Yeah, well, then they did like in the <laughs> 90s they, or whatever. They did idle hands. Oh, yeah. Idle hand with the stupid crazy hand that kills you with the uh, Devin Sawa and um, Seth Green. Yeah, Seth Green and Jessica Alba. And then there was the guy from the Brady. He was also in the Brady Bunch movie and uh, that horrendous Pamela Anderson movie. He looks exactly like Christian Slater. <laughs> I don't even know his name. I just call him like Christian Slater imitation. <laughs> That's weird. That's yeah, funny. But uh, yeah, I, I just never... Yeah, I just could never really get into any horror movies from the 80s, particularly from the 80s, because there was just so many of them were cheaply done. Now, uh, some of the Night of the Living Deads, I like those. You know, well, and then all the sequels. Um, yeah, the Poltergeist were okay. They were okay. You know what? I saw, um, I don't know, maybe two years ago or something on TV. Uh, I thought it was kind of bad. It was that stupid Rob Zombie, uh, the House of a Million Billion Corpses, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses, followed by the, the Devil's, Devil's Rejects. Rejects. Yeah, 
They were, I don't know, they were just bad. I, I, they were kind of uh, rip-offs of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a horror franchise that, I mean, again, didn't really scare me, but it was so insane and sick, you know, sort of like the original Hills, the Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're kind of crazy. I just feel um, like the last few years, like those Rob Zombie ones, yeah. uh, the Devil's Rejects and all that, and um, Hostel. Uh, what was that other one? I think it came out last year with the women going spelunking. <laughs> well, the cave or something like that. Oh, the descent. I just feel like all these are like that the one with Luke Wilson in a hotel vacancy, it was called. I just feel like these horror <laughs> I thought you were going to say House on Haunted <laughs> House on <laughs> No. Oh. I just feel like a lot of these horror movies that have come out the last few years yeah. are being, and you know, look, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. I just feel like they're, they're being super extra gory yeah. and violent. But, you know, the, the Just problem. for the sake of it. Like, just... Yeah. Just to for, for shock value. Yeah, I don't think there's. I think the horror, the horror. You know, it's not really horror, but the 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 movies that I enjoy are movies where thrillers. You know, what? Like, well, no, I I don't know what you're gonna say, but to me, I'd rather see something that's scary more yeah. along the lines of a thriller. Yeah, I mean, as like, opposed um, to just outright, you know. Yeah. Legs and arms being blown up and, you know. I, I like ones that have like, you know, sometimes they have like a religious overtone, such as The Exorcist. Yeah. Or, uh, there was a Denzel Washington movie called Fallen, um, that, that springs to mind. Um, you know, uh, you know, that kind of stuff is, uh, more interesting. Um, I never liked The Omen. I thought that was awful. <laughs> Actually, um, the two, two, other recent horror movies that I just didn't like. All my friends kept telling me, "Oh my god, oh my god, you have to go see it. It's so scary. You're going to be so scared. Oh my god!" And then I finally saw them, and I was like, "Okay, first of all, those movies stunk, and second of all, they weren't scary at yeah. all." Were The Ring <laughs> and The Grudge? Oh, the they gr- weren't scary. The Grudge was just nah. That was just not very good. Not scary. And then the uh, ring the, part two was a was a oh, mess. That was a disaster. Actually, the ring. The first time I saw it, I was it was very intriguing. It was I'm not okay, say it was but it wasn't scary. Scary, but it, it wasn't really scary. It was, I when I the first time I saw Signs with Mel Gibson, I thought that was kind of scary. Oh God! Yeah, I thought that was horrible. Well, they just beat up the aliens with a baseball bat. <laughs> well, that was cool, <laughs> but that's not scary. And I hate Joaquin Phoenix. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I don't man. really like him. There were some other ones I didn't like. Were like Children of the Corn. I never saw them. And uh, yeah, just a lot of a lot of things from like the eighties and you know by the nineties. They, they, I mean, there was some that were okay. You know, like the first couple times you see him, like uh, I thought Thirteen Ghosts was cool. Um, oh, what about Jeepers Creepers? Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! No, that was pretty popular. I thought it kind of stunk. <laughs> or no, or was it part one or part two where the, the students are on the school bus? 
That one was actually the better one. It wasn't that good. It was better than the one where it's the guy and the girl in the car with our yeah. Justin Long. <laughs> I just felt like it was so predictable. It's like, okay, now they're yeah. going to get off the bus. He's <laughs> going to come and kill one of them. Like, so predictable. Yeah. What about, you said The Hills Have Eyes. What about the remake? Yeah, I didn't see that. I just Was there one remake or two? I don't know. Recent. I think there's been a few. No, but recent, like the last year or so. Uh, I think it was only one. Maybe there is two. I don't know. <laughs> you know, part of the problem is I, I'm on like I'm watching the the uh, like I'm watching a horror movie or whatever, and then I click on the you know the info, and they've got the info from like the the original movie, and I'm watching the remake. <laughs> oh, on the cable TV. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, what the? Come on, get, get it straight. <laughs> It's a horror movies, and then Halloween, the actual holiday itself. I don't. It, has this been a regular thing for many, many years, or has this just been a recent thing? Maybe the past three or four years. Has Halloween always been women dressing up in underwear, <laughs> or is that just a recent thing? Because I don't remember women dressing like that. 10, 15, 20 years ago for Halloween. I don't know. The women really didn't dress like that outside of a brothel or the Playboy <laughs> channel, you know, up until about like six, seven years ago, ever. So I, I blame Britney it's... Spears. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we didn't talk about this. I don't think Kevin Federline has custody of the children no, we, now. We've talked about it. I, I don't even care. We did? Yes. Are you I don't sure? Even care. No. Wait, let me we've see. To- we, no, we've. I'm not covering anything that Pat O'Brien talks about. <laughs> I will not stoop to that level. Come on, Popo Zhao has custody of the children. Uh, well, actually, they released, she had to release, she had to report how much money she spends. She gets like seven over $700,000 a year. I mean, a, a month. What? Yeah. From what? From all of her music and everything. Oh. She, th- I'm not kidding. She does not save a dime. <laughs> what is she like, Richard Pryor, Brewster's millions? <laughs> <laughs> she has to spend all of it by the end of the month, or else it gets taken away. Yes, with Jackie Gleason. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. She she spends. What does like she a, spend $700,000 a month on? She spends like $100,000 on entertainment, oh, like $30,000 on food. What? Uh, she has to pay $30,000 a month on food? I don't know. Federline, is she eating gold bars? <laughs> Federline gets like $30,000 for, for uh, child support and oh. spousal support. and Oh, uh, man. It's just like all this stuff. So I guess, you know, plus she's got like all these like houses and everything that cost a ton of money. And wow, I guess uh, at the end of the day, she spends it all. Wow. That's crazy. Unbelievable. I can't even imagine. 
$700,000. I don't think either of us will make $700,000 in our lifetime. I know. <laughs> or if we do, it's going to take a long time. Let's see. It'll take me the seventeen. Yeah, it'll take us. It'll probably take us about fifty or sixty years. <laughs> you mean uh, uh, after, after taxes? taxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you watch that TV show, Dog the Bounty Hunter? No. no. What is that? The guy's is, a bounty hunter. Is it fiction or is it real? No, it's real. It's terrible. Uh, I don't watch it. I, don't, I know nothing about it. All I know is I keep seeing about how the star of the show has said things and he's in trouble now. Yeah, he, it's this guy. He looks like a he's like he looks like like a like Brian Bosworth. Remember when Brian Bosworth was like some action star? He went from the NFL into like action movies. <laughs> the mullet. Yeah. Well, no <laughs> yeah. this this guy has like a super mullet. <laughs> and what did he say? He he used the N word. What Nintendo? No, what the, but in regard to what? His son's girlfriend. Is his show being canceled or something? I guess. Who cares? That's true. Oh, one other thing is I keep seeing. You know, I watch the game show network. On TV, and I watch Weakest Link, I watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and Family Feud. And this channel is the worst with commercials. <laughs> they show the absolute bottom of the barrel worst commercials possible. It's all life insurance commercials. Ugh. You know, all these old people like, you send in 20 cents a month, and that's <laughs> all, and you'll be covered for life insurance. No questions asked. Yeah, that, that's that's how it was. When <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, and I would watch, like, uh, you know, The Price is Right, or whatever whatever the other daytime game shows were, The Price is Right, the, the $10,000 Pyramid, Hollywood Squares. Yeah. It was all the, <laughs> I've fallen, and I can't get up. Commercials right, right. and yeah, so it's a lot of that. It's a lot Wilford of Wilford Brimley and yeah, a lot of insurance commercials. A lot of um, this is Wilford Brimley, and I've got diabetes. There's another guy that can't pronounce anything right. I don't like know, why John Voight and robots. He's saying diabetes. I got diabetes. Why? I got dia what? Diabetes. <laughs> so anyway, so and. It's a lot of insurance commercials and a lot of drug commercials. Yeah. Non-stop with these retarded drug commercials. Ugh. And one of them is for a drug called Mirapex. And this is for, this is to help cure restless leg syndrome. <laughs> Which my leg is shaking right now. <laughs> and the thing is, so, of course, we all know that these drugs are idiotic. Well, and they you have, know who? Really hates these drugs. <laughs> Bill Maher. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, who, who then? He hates all these drugs that the psychiatrists prescribe. Dr. Phil? No. He is a drug <laughs> Richard pusher. Simmons? I don't know. No. Who? <laughs> the guy that hates psychiatry. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. 
I don't know! <laughs> Come That's on! Right. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is against drugs? <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't know. I'm guessing. The guy who made a giant fit with Matt Lauer over psychiatry drugs. <laughs> Help me! Help you. Help me. Help you. Help me. Help you. God! Tom Cruise. Yes! <laughs> no, but anyway. So we all know that they have these completely stupid side effects. Like, if you take this pill, it will get rid of your shyness. But it will give you 24-hour-a-day diarrhea side effect. <laughs> so you won't be able to go out, even though you want to. Yeah. So, it's, anyway. So for this one, Mirapex says, if you have restless leg syndrome, it keeps you up at night, you can't sit still, listen that. Yeah. Take this drug, and it'll help cure your restless leg syndrome. But the side effects include an increased interest in gambling. <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> how could it, how could that be possible? I don't know. I guess it like increases compulsiveness. <laughs> could I don't you know. Imagine? That is so insane. So basically, you go to sleep at night, and if you have restless leg syndrome, whatever that is, yeah. which doesn't even exist, you can either have that and try to go to sleep, or you can take Mirapex and be up all night wanting to gamble. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, hold on. Wait, are they saying that restless leg syndrome is when you're trying to sleep? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like if you're sitting like I am and your leg is shaking. No, they show a cartoon of this stick figure trying to sleep and the person's legs keep shaking. What? <laughs> what is he, like a three-year-old? I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep. I don't But either way, that. whether you have these shaking legs... Or you keep wanting to gamble. Either way, you're not going to be able to go to sleep. <laughs> so what good is that? Oh, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> Who has a restless <laughs> leg when they're trying to sleep? <laughs> Who is buying this? Is there anybody out there who buys this? Come on. That breath is sneaky. It can catch you off guard. You may not even know it's there, and that can be embarrassing. You can sweeten your bad breath with candy, or you can use Clorets. Only Clorets gives you Retsin and Chlorophyll, two ingredients that help relieve bad breath. Retsin and Chlorophyll, only in Clorets. Clorets costs a little more, but after all, that's more than just candy. A week of scout camp. How hard could it be? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your new troop leader. We're gonna chop wood and dig a ditch. From here to there. Any questions? Bet you can't eat just one. Kid, I want to 
once went an entire week without breathing. New Wavy Lay's Hidden Valley Ranch flavor. Bet you can't eat just one. <laughs> Keeper! Hidden Valley's a special ranch. Wavy Lay's are special potato chips.